You've found the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Delight your soul, feed your spirit, and sharpen your mind with anointed teaching and discussion on subjects such as faith healing, miracles, end-time prophecy, holiness, and everything that apostolics love. And now here's your host, pastor, author, blogger, and teacher, Charles Rodas. Praise the Lord. I wrote a book several years back entitled Satan, Demons, and You. The subtitle is What Christians Need to Know About Evil Spirits. Yeah, this is uh, Charles Rodas. I want you to take a look at this book. Matter of fact, I'm going to read you a few testimonies that came back on Amazon. Uh, the Bright One says this needed for christians this was an easy read straight to the point but loaded with information this needs to be taught to christians worldwide exposing satan demons deliverance and most importantly the power we have through jesus monica a says awesome and both of these are five stars i love how simple it was he did a great job explaining the different demon influences I would recommend this to every believer. Christopher B., also five stars, says, Great book. Uh, Very good details and scripture to back up everything that was written. I recommend this book to anyone who is ready to do the work of Jesus. Many more testimonies, powerful testimonies. Take a look at this book, and I know it will surely bless you in Jesus' name. Well, praise the Lord. This is Brother Rodas with Everything Apostolic. Yes, I am your host today. And we're going to get right into the scripture here. And I'm going to read from Acts chapter 2, starting at 38. I think you might know this verse. (laughs) Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Now, verse 40 is the next verse. That's the verse I want to focus on. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Oh, my, what a perverted generation we live in surely here being recorded in january of 2023 we do live in a generation and a time where men are going backwards they're not going forwards they think they are but now they're making laws to abort babies not just abort babies that's that's been in law but now they're trying to make laws or confirm laws, if the baby survives an abortion, that they have a right to kill the baby and or not give it any kind of medical attention and just let it die on its own. That's right. Some babies do survive abortions. They're born, then they have injuries. And uh, so the law they're trying to pass says, 
we don't want to help that baby. We're just going to let it die there on the table by itself. And yes, we're living in an untoward, a, a generation that's moving backward, a wicked and evil generation. Uh, it's a shame. It's a shame what man has come to. We think of Sodom and Gomorrah. We think of Nineveh. We think of you know evil cities like this that God pronounced judgment upon. He saved Nineveh, of course, because of Jonah came through the city preaching and the people repented. But we know what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities round about, as the Bible says, they were destroyed. They were destroyed with fire and brimstone. But he says here, with many other words, did he testify and exhort, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation. That's right, an untoward, a backward, a generation going in reverse. So once you get saved, once you are born again of the water and spirit, Acts 2.38, okay, once that happens to you, that's not it. That's not the end. That's just the beginning. You've got to save yourself from this untoward generation. You've got to save yourselves from this wicked generation that we live. Oh my, I'm not into the Miss America pageants. No, I just happened to see there was a clip on the news about it here just today. Miss America, one, is a transgender. It's, it's, it's a man. That's right. Miss America is a man that uh, just uh, won the Miss America contest. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? How, how strange and wicked the times are that we live in. How perverted and warped the judges and those that run this thing that would even let um, uh, a, a person that is not, was not born a woman and trying to be a man participate and then give them the title of Miss America. Like I said, I didn't see the pageant. That was a news clip and just astounded by such such evil in, in the time that we live in. And it's getting worse. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. That's right. So you've got to save yourself. How do you save yourself from this untoward generation? Brother, sister, you've got to be faithful to church. You've got to be faithful to giving. You've got to be faithful to tithing and offerings. <clears throat> you've got to be faithful to Bible studies and church attendance. You've got to be faithful to prayer, prayer at home, and fasting, and Bible reading, and Bible study. Uh, we've got to have the mind of Christ. Uh, temptations around every corner, evils around every corner. And the devil's goal is to uh, somehow take you and I, and take our children, and the grandchildren, and somehow pervert their minds through the media, through the news, through television, through uh, all this social media out there. And little by little, when no one's watching that young person, sure, they're watching Facebook reels. They're watching uh, TikTok and all these other things. I'm not saying it's all bad. I'm not preaching against it. But my point is, we know uh, that that is not full of righteousness and the evil that's much of much of, uh, that's on these things is evil and Satan wants to pervert. You say, well, not my child, not my son, not my daughter. Well, I'm sad that you would feel that your child or your grandchild is exempt from ever doing wrong because your son and your daughter or whoever, just like you, you are flesh, I'm flesh, 
at the potential for doing wrong. Say, well, you can't make them serve God. No, you can't make them serve God. But I tell you what, you can get them involved in everything about God, and you can you can keep them from the evils of this world when they're living in your home. Praise God. Why? Because we got to save ourselves from this untoward generation. We've got to save our children from this untoward generation. We got to get them involved. The world wants to get them involved. The world wants to get them in everything they can get them in. And then while they got them in and every innocent little thing they can get them in, then next thing you know, uh, I read there was another news report how a teenage girl, I don't know if she was at school or whatever wherever she was at, but she was, uh, she was appalled and uh, terrified that when a transgender um, man uh, woman, however you, I'm not even sure how to, to, to determine, but was in the bathroom with her uh, at the school or, or wherever it was at. And she was terrified uh, at this situation. And uh, well, you know, there's a lot of evil and everything wants to be, you know, just swept under the rug. But church, we've got to stand up. We've got to stand up for righteousness. We've got to pray. We've got to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And with many other words did he testify and exhort. That's what I'm doing to you today. With many other words, you're saved. In Acts 2.38, you know, they, they were, he told them how to be saved, but then he didn't stop. He said, listen, you've got to save yourselves. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation, this backward generation going in reverse every day. This quote-unquote woke culture that is so wicked and evil, and and uh, yet yeah, churches, even uh, non-apostolic churches, are going the way of evil today, ordaining uh, pastors that are uh, known homosexuals, and uh, ordaining um, or and even marrying uh, in their churches men with men and women with women. And what happened to the Bible? What happened to the word of God? What happened to preaching against evil? What happened to speaking out? We can't be afraid. We can't live in fear. Sure, some of us, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be tried. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be, we're going to die. Some of us will die for the name of the Lord. I don't know how much of that will happen in the United States. But it is already happening through different parts of the world. In Afghanistan and some of the Muslim countries, there are people dying because they claim to be Christians. They don't even have to be apostolic just because they claim to be a Christian, because they profess Christ, even without the truth as we know it. Some of, their, some of them are so, so bold as to still die for what they know to be truth. Oh my, we live, we live in terrible times. There's nothing to be discouraged about because the Bible says where sin does abound, grace does much more abound. Thank God for his grace that teaches us to deny all ungodliness and worldly lusts, to live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. Oh, yes, it does. That's what grace does. It teaches us to live right, teaches us to live right and holy, teaches us to separate ourselves. I, I've been just a scripture on my mind lately from Ecclesiastes, I believe it is. I can't tell you the location. I didn't look it up here, but it says, um, how does the scripture go in Ecclesiastes? Uh, 
he that separates himself intermingleth with all wisdom. And this is a day and hour we definitely need to separate separate ourselves from this world, from the entertainment, from everything this world wants to pervert us with. Let me tell you, generally speaking, and not in every case and not in every home and not in every church, no, 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 but in many cases, the next generation will give up a little bit more on holiness. They'll they'll let they'll let go of the standards just a little bit more than the next generation after them will let it go just a little bit more. See, we can look at generations in front of us and so many stood for holiness and separation from the world and didn't participate in so many worldly things today. But uh, that that's the way it's going. It's unfortunate that so many today are giving up on standards and holiness and righteous living. Oh, they say, well, no, we're not. They just, they term it different. They call it different. And our definition of separation and our definition of holiness is 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 way different than many today. And we're not self-righteous. No, our righteousness is of him. Praise the Lord. We can't be righteous within ourselves, but we must separate ourselves. We must be a separated and a sanctified people. We must be, praise God. Oh, I thank God for the truth, the truth of the separated message. If you really want to walk with God and you want to walk in the power of God and you want to see miracles and signs and wonders and you want to partake of these things, and we say we do, but let me tell you, the, the first ingredient to all of it, the first ingredient to the miraculous is separation. Oh, it is. It's separation. I know there are some that seem to be doing miracles and they're not separated, but they can have that if they want to. Then that's going to be short-lived. And they, if they're not charismatic, they're going to go that way. But we've got to be a separated people. See, when you separate yourself, your faith can grow just in the separation. Praise God, because Jesus said, abide in me and my words abide in you and you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. So there's got to be some abiding. We've got to abide in him. And sure, we say he's abiding in us, but if we're not abiding in him, I don't think he's so much abiding in us. Friend, we've got to abide in the Lord. We've got to abide in his word. We've got to live separated lives. Wow, we've got to save ourselves from this untoward generation. That's how I feel today. I feel like we've got to separate ourselves and we've got to We've got to save ourselves from this evil, perverted world. Evil. Oh, we're persecuted for what we believe. We're laughed at and scoffed. I've seen YouTube videos and the like where people post their church services, apostolic church services, and the people worshiping and dancing and lifting their hands and really, you know, really just getting after it and worshiping God. And you read some of the comments of the people that are making fun and and fun and saying terrible things, but some of those same people will go to their ball games and they'll worship their God and they'll jump and scream and yell and pour beer on each other and throw their hats in the air and dance and jump up and down. They'll do all that for their God, small g, but when we worship the almighty God, we're made fun of. Why? Because we live in a untoward, untoward generation, a generation that's not going forward, but morally is going backward. Oh, thank the Lord for the truth today. I thank God for his word. Oh, like he said, abide in me and die on you and you shall ask what you will. 
shall be done unto you. Brother, sister, we've got to abide in him. Let's not fool ourselves because uh, we've got to make it. Praise God. I want to encourage you to make it. I want to encourage you here on this podcast to, to separate yourself and live for God. He that separates himself intermingles with, with all wisdom. You want the wisdom of God? You want the gifts of the Spirit? You want the power of God? Don't think you can be all worldly and do that. Oh, there are some, like I said, that do, but uh, they're, they're miracles and all of that's going to be short-lived. Jesus is coming back for a bride that has made herself ready. He's coming back for a bride that has got on white garments and She's made her, uh, there's no spot, wrinkle or blemish in this beautiful bride called the church. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, and then verse 41, they, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Well, praise the Lord. God is good, isn't he? Thank God for the truth, my brother, my sister my apostolic friend, and everybody that's listening. I so appreciate you tuning in with us today. Would you stay tuned here just for a quick message? And until next time, this is Charles Rodis, your host of Everything Apostolic. Thank you for listening to the Everything Apostolic podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review for it as it provides tremendous feedback to this ministry. Don't forget, more resources are available at www.charlesarodis.com. There you will find Pastor Rodis's books and also the newsletter and a free gift when you subscribe to the newsletter. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.